What up, everybody? It's Cuff of the Vision Lab Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. If you're looking for the best insurance and customer service, make sure you pick up the phone and dial 972-645-1844. Whether it's home, life, or business insurance, Robert and his staff are the best at protecting you and your family. Once again, that's Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. Agency. The phone number, 972-645-1844. And the website is farmersagent.com forward slash R Garcia. And don't forget to mention the Vision Lab podcast. When did you start to get into cigars? Man, so my cigar journey started probably, and I'm, I'm going to take a guess here because I don't remember the exact year, but if I have to guess, it's been about... Um, 19 years, somewhere between 18 and 20 years ago. Um, I was working uptown Charlotte, working at the banks. And um, I met this guy who had just started experimenting with cigars. And um, there was a cigar shop in one of the Bank of America towers called Tinderbox. Tinderbox is still around to this day. Actually, they are one of our partners um, in the Cigar uh, Fest uh, Festival. So. We'll be actually doing an event with them on Saturday afternoon. It's going to be a beer and cigar festival. But, you know, I used to walk by this cigar shop and we used to see these, you know, older white men sitting in there smoking cigars. It was a very, very tiny spot. You know, there w- it wasn't a lounge where you can go in and sit down. It was basically a grab and go spot because they only had two seats in there. But um, uh, this, this white coworker, used to grab cigars out of there and he would smoke during our uh, lunch breaks. And so one day I, I decided, hey, you know, what is this all about? I wanna, I wanna try it. But in retrospect, so this was probably 19 years ago. In retrospect, when I look back, I thought he knew a lot about cigars. This guy knew shit about cigars. Cause back then we were smoking, listen, we were smoking like these, I'm not gonna say Monte Cristo is a, not Monte Cristo, but like, um, what is that other brand? Let's go. Monte Cristo was one of the, the first brands I started smoking. It, it used to come in that that white, that yellow uh, tube. They still sell it to this day. So I used to smoke those. And I knew nothing about cigars, but I fell in love with it instantly. Welcome back to another great episode of the Vision Lab podcast in partnership with Nexum Creative. I'm your host, Ryan Cuffey, alongside my co-host, Mr. Ryan Mosley. The Vision Lab is the official growth mindset podcast for all visionaries worldwide, showing mad love to the cigar community. It's here in the lab where we uncover people's visions and dreams and how those dreams actually come into reality. Folks, it's all about tapping into and becoming the best versions of ourselves through self-examination, self-actualization, and self-realization. Hey, Omo, what do we have in the lab? Cuff, today's guests are part of the collective that has formed the Queen City Cigar Fest in the Queen City of Charlotte, North Carolina. Please welcome Damon Goldie Robinson and Clinton Douglas to the Vision Lab podcast. What up, what up, what up? Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? We're doing great. Thank you for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. 
Goldie, it's been a minute, bro. Uh, we had you on a couple of seasons ago, always full of energy, knows cigars in and out. How you been, bro? Doing pretty good, bro. Thanks for uh, having us on, man. Uh, I was I was surprised, pleasantly surprised, I should say, uh, when uh, Drita told us, like, hey, you know, I got to, you know, Drita, unfortunately, Drita can't be here right now. Uh, she had an emergency, a family emergency come up. She had to attend to. Uh, we would have loved for her to be here as always. But, you know, family comes first. Uh, but, you know, Drita's, amongst other things, Drita is uh, in charge of our PR campaign. So when she said that, oh, you know, we got Vision Lab podcast coming up, I'm like, yeah, dope. <laughs> like, this Captain Bowen. Like, I was on this show like last year. So I'm like, that's what's up. So I was, I was looking forward to it. Time, time flies, time flies. And so uh, we're certainly humbled and honored to have you guys uh, jump into the lab with us and special prayers for Drina and her, her mother um, as she wasn't able to make it today. But let's just jump on into it. So what is Queen City Cigar Festival? What's this about? Go ahead, David, take, take it. <laughs> take it, all right. Well, basically the uh, Queen City Cigar Fest is a celebration of the Charlotte cigar community, uh, Charlotte cigar culture, I should say. Uh, you know, the way I look at it is culture in any in any shape, form, or fashion, regardless of what genre we talk about, culture is a combination of the industry and the community. So it's a celebration of the cigar shops and the celebration of the cigar community, people who support the shops. And, you know, this is one of the... Um, this is the inaugural event, yes, uh, but this is also the first time that anything like this of this magnitude has ever been done uh, for Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, there was a shop like years ago before I moved here, I think a shop called Outlet. They used to do a, a cigar event like for maybe a day or maybe a weekend, but it was just to benefit that lounge. So again, this is the first time that anything has ever been done where it's a multi-lounge, multi-day event. So, uh, you know, myself, Clint, and Drita, we being three people who are heavily immersed into our local cigar community, we felt it was high time for Charlotte to get put on the map, so to speak, within the cigar culture. And uh, yeah, so we just decided to go ahead and put it together. And it's been a lot of work. I wouldn't say it's hard work. It's just the magnitude of work and logistics, and a lot of moving pieces. Uh, it, it just takes a lot of time and a lot of energy, a lot of thought, you know, a lot of creative creativity, a lot of conversations, a lot of meetings. <laughs> but you know, right. it's, it's all worth. It. It's all worth it. Well, while we get into, I want to get into that, but before we do, uh, I want to jump into the actual dates of the event. And I want you guys to drop your social media handles for anyone that's going to be, you know, in the area or, or looking for a cigar festival or event to go to. Can you drop your social media and then tell us when the actual event is? Okay, sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, great. First, first, first and foremost, I want everyone that's tuning in tonight to follow Queen City Cigar Fest. That's at sign Queen City Cigar Fest on IG and also that is the uh, same handle we're, we're, we're going with on, on Facebook. Um, myself, I'm Mr. C. Diddy on IG, that's M-R-C-D-I-D-D-Y. 
on um, IG. If you want to follow me personally, I also drop a lot of information uh, with respect to the uh, to the festival on my page as well. And uh, Damon is Damon. I'll let you tell him your 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 your, your handle is a little little longer. Sometimes I, I forget it. Good. <laughs> yeah. So my handle is uh, Damon underscore the cigar culturalist. So D A M O N underscore. T A C C I G A R C U L T U R A L I L I S T. Well, you got all the alphabet in your handle. Right. And as far as the dates goes, the Cigar Fest will take place on May 19th through the 23rd in Charlotte, North Carolina. You know, our events are primarily centered around Uptown Charlotte. For those that will be visiting, um, from out of states that would like to attend. Our host hotel is the A-Loft, Uptown Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, yeah, it's gonna be five days of, uh, you know, you know, two events a day. I think we're doing a total of, I think nine or 10, of, 10 events. And, um, you know, we're trying to do something special for the city and we're trying to put on for anybody that's trying to come and visit us for that weekend. It's gonna be crazy. Let's let's get into that then, right? Yeah. So, what was the like? How did this all come to be? How did the three of you, um, you know, come together and say, "Yo, we need to put something on for the city and, and the cigar community"? How did all that unfold? Okay, so the the original idea was actually birthed like three years ago. Um, it was shortly after uh, Damon moved to Charlotte, actually. You know, Damon from the uh, Midwest had moved to Charlotte and he was, you know, instantly when I met, when I met the guy, he, you know, he, he, it was instant to me that he had an immense knowledge about cigars. And uh, after knowing him about a year, he approached me the, with the idea three years ago to do uh, the, the Queen City Cigar Fest. We didn't have a name for it, but he had the idea. The idea was birthed actually three years ago. At that time, I was busy. I was too busy to take on another project of this magnitude. Actually, I was in the process of filming a, a reality show. I had a lot going on. I'm like, dang, and listen, that's something that's something I can't take on right now. You know, and fast forward three years later, he came to me with the idea again. And I thought it was a great idea. You know, in between that time from the first time that he told me about the event, his idea from then to that point, I had been to other cigar fests in other cities, you know, so I'd been to, you know, Atlanta um, before I'd been to Houston. I experienced this, you know, their cigar culture. I experienced DC cigar culture. I experienced uh, Vegas cigar culture. And Damon was like, you know, we need, we need to show, you know, the, the, the nation, how Charlotte does it. And he, he was very adamant about, you know, just showcasing um, the, cigar, the uh, Charlotte cigar culture. And uh, we wanted to put that on the map. And, and, and that's where it was birthed from. Yeah, basically, I moved here in 2016. And I had the idea of doing, I'm not, I didn't have the idea of calling it Queen City Cigar Fest, but I had the idea of doing something for the, uh, you know, Charlotte market. I uh, didn't exactly know what it was, but I was a newbie here. I couldn't just come into a city where I didn't know anybody and say, oh, we're about to put on a cigar week. That, you know, that sounds stupid. <laughs> right. So, you know, I spent the time 
Yeah, incidentally, Clint was actually one of the first people that I met. And because Clint has a group called Cigar and Whiskey Nights, uh, where he and his partners would do, didn't you do like quarterly events, Clint? No, we, we did like, yeah, about that, maybe every six to eight, eight weeks, something like that, every other month type of thing. Okay. So, yeah, I met Clint, uh, one of my frat brothers, because uh, even though I didn't know anybody in the cigar community here, I had, you know, family here and also had friends, uh, who alumni from Tennessee State University who lived here and one of them, my uh, frat brother friend Maurice Wilson, uh, he he knew of Clint. He knew of uh, uh, Herb Gray and, and Yondrick, and he took me to a whiskey and cigar event. Which incidentally, he doesn't even sm smoke cigars or drink whiskey. Right. But <laughs> you right. know, he took me to the event because he knew that I did. He wanted to try to get me to int introduce me to some people. And like I said, you know, uh, Yondrick and and, and uh, Clint and uh, Herb Gray was one of some of the first three people that I met. And then, uh, you know, Clint, Clint and I slowly formed, you know, a relationship that eventually turned into a friendship. And so he was one of the primary people that I wanted to be involved with this. But when I brought it up, which is like maybe a year or two uh, after I moved here, it was kind of bad time. You know, Clint is the he's the veteran uh, charlatan of the group. Uh, he's also who we call our uh, Charlotte socialite. You know, everybody knows Clint. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know he he was uh, at the time he was filming a uh, a reality show and so it was just bad timing and incidentally when you look back on it uh if we had done it at the time there were some other shops that were not open like uh for instance uh, Taylor Smoke didn't have the Concord location Gold Leaf Cigar Lounge didn't exist Smoking Barrel didn't exist you know that's basically our whole Thursday lineup uh you know Friday. We didn't have we didn't have a lot of cigar lounges here, period. Yeah, you know? you, well, yeah, you're right. No, so Sanders is like so far as our week is concerned, it's like you know, a lot of lounges didn't even exist at the time. So when we came back to it last year, it was it even though it was during COVID, it still felt like it was the right time. We didn't we didn't really know how the whole COVID thing was gonna shake out. Uh fortunately for the entire United States, then you know, the numbers are you know a lot of places are trending downward. I know North Carolina, the numbers are definitely trending downward. You know, I've been vaccinated and things of that nature. And the, the uh, fortunately for us, we live in a red state. So the governor has, uh, you know, softened up, uh, loosened up rather the, the restrictions on a lot of the lounges and bars and whatnot. So things are moving in the right direction for us. And it was, it was just a good time for us to do it. So for those listening, right, obviously you guys are in Charlotte. I'm curious when it comes to like the actual nuts and bolts of planning this out, did you guys have to get the name Queen City Cigar Fest cleared by anybody? I mean, obviously, you know, company, I know that's the, the nickname for the city of Charlotte, but did you guys have to talk with the city or anybody like that to use that as the, as the front part of the name for the festival? Uh, absolutely not. Um, you know, with, with anything that, that, that uh, pertains to business, you know, um, we just took, we just took it, we took the name by the reins and we, we just ran with it. And, uh, we didn't ask or didn't feel like we need to get it clear with anyone. We don't, you know, you know, Queen City Cigar Fest was something that was not trademarked. Um, no one owned that name at the time. Um, we took it 
and uh, we ran with it. You know, we pondered over the different different names. We went from Charlotte Cigar Fest to Queen City Cigar Fest. We pondered over different names, and we, we came up with Queen City Cigar Fest. And um, we did a little bit of research, and it was something that we could move with, move forward with legally, and um, trademark it, and we move forward. We live in DFW, and there's not really a, a huge cigar event uh, out here. Now we know about Houston, we know about Atlanta, so on and so forth. But you certainly see a number of these cigar events uh, or festivals, these premier events. And so, just kind of curious from your experience what that looks like. But let me shift gears and kind of ask you from a planning perspective. You know, when it comes to the logistics. For someone that's actually looking to put on a, a, a premier event, right? What are some of the things that they can expect to run into, right? And what type of mindset do, the, do they need to have when putting on a major event like this? Let me touch on this and then I'll let, let Damon chime in. Um, one thing that people should expect that we didn't expect was city politics. You know what I mean? Um, we ran into you know, situations where we have very influential people in the city that have, you know, a, a hold on certain aspects of the cigar business in, in, in the city, right? And so when we approach certain lounges about being participating in the event, um, some of them like to follow the lead of, you know, organizations that have a hold on sell of cigars or, you know, have certain influences on the culture, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, we ran into situations where, you know, people didn't want, you know, or lounges didn't want to be involved because very influential organizations in the city wasn't involved in the beginning. And so they were kind of reluctant uh, to get involved because they didn't know what to expect. Um, you know, because we are, this is our inaugural event, um, and that was, I was surprised to see this, that, but cert certain, you know, lounges were very apprehensive about being involved because they brung up situations that, you know, could reflect on them, you know, negatively, or if something negative was going to happen with the event, they didn't want to be associated with that. Um, so I, I chalked that up to, you know, you know, very political situations because, you know, if, if this person wasn't involved because they're very influential um, in the city with respect to cigars, they didn't want to be involved. If this person not involved, well, I'm going to I'm going to sit on the sidelines and, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if I want to be involved. Um, so I say all that to say that, you know, although our, our calendar is full uh, with very, very uh, popular and, 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 and great cigar lounges, not all of the cigar lounges here in Charlotte are involved for various reasons, because either because we couldn't fit them in the schedule or because they didn't wanna be involved because it's our inaugural event and they, they had, had issues, you know, that they thought, you know, they may, you know, they didn't wanna be involved. Um, what do you think about that, Damon? You wanna to touch on that a little bit? The politics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't see that coming. I thought Ooh, because we're trying to put on, I right thought there. because we're trying to put on for the city that every cigar lounge would want to, you know, would be very, very, um, 
gung-ho about being involved. You know what I mean? It's gonna, you would think that a cigar lounge would want to be involved because we're bringing, you know, hundreds and potentially thousands of people to their lounges or, or put the spotlight on their, their lounge for this particular weekend. And, and, and you know, because of that, we'll bring them more customers, you know, going forward, you know, some just, you know, are kind of reluctant. So, but it's all good. You know, our schedules is packed and, uh, you know, we couldn't actually fit all of the, uh, the lounges that wanted to participate. Uh, we couldn't, we couldn't get them all in, but we did, we did run into some, some political issues around that. Damon, before I let you chime in, we're talking about working with lounges and one of the lounges that we work with faithfully is the good folks at Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge. Um, EB, thank you so much for all your support. Uh, we look forward to, to the new location. Uh, Devonte, uh, DJ Too Clean, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate all your support. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't had a chance to get there yet, the Instagram handle is at Blowing Smoke. Uh, we promise you, you're going to have a great experience when you get there. The customer service is top notch and, and, and obviously a great selection in their humidor. That's right. That's right. Well, I guess it's now time for me to jump in. Well, before I jump into that, I, I do want to, I, I do want to make sure I, I mention this because we didn't, I don't think we touched on it. If, if Clint did while I was trying to chime back in, then I apologize, but I just want to make sure that, that we mentioned this, that even though, you know, I approached Clint with the idea and that during the time it was, it was bad timing. We came back, you know, Drita or, you know, Drita being our friend, you know, we felt like that she was, uh, would be an integral part of what we were doing. So bringing, you know, bringing her on was like a no brainer. So just want to make sure that, you know, we, we, we give our third partner a shout out and, uh, you know, ex express the value that she has with what we're doing. Absolutely. Now, uh, uh, as it pertains to Clint, put me on the spot <laughs> with that. I can concur. Don't, the only reason why I put you on the spot, Damon, because you could you could articulate what I was trying to say more eloquently. <laughs> so, um, okay, Clint said the truth. There's 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 no lie or uh, ambiguity to anything that he said. Uh, basically what it is that, you know, uh, I, I was tasked or volunteered, however you want to put it, with going around to all the different lounges, you know, trying to gain some, uh, you know, some, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically trying to get them involved. You know, I was writing letters uh, to people first and then following up with phone calls and then meetings and whatnot. And uh, yeah, Clint was right. You know, you know, there were certain lounges that were very apprehensive about being involved for um, for whatever reason. I, I, I can I can attest to what was told to me, which was by you know certain lounges saying, "Well, you know, we don't really have the space," which is true. You know, what we're doing is gonna bring a lot of people, and some of the lounges they're not uh, they don't have the space on the inside. Because see, the thing is, all the lounges that we're dealing with, they have a bar in addition to a, a you know either walk-in humidor or the standard retail humidors, and their venue accommodates a larger, much larger amount of people. Some of the other lounges that are, most of the lounges that are not involved do not have bars. So 
you know, their, their seating capacity is a lot less. So what was told to me is, you know, well, I don't want to have an event in here and have a bunch of people in here taking up seats that my regular, and so my regular customers aren't going to have a seat. I understood that, uh, which was, I was trying to involve them during the daytime events where you're not going to have quite as many people. And they were still just like very apprehensive about it, gave me a lot of reasons why, which I talked to some of them up with reasons of them. I deemed as maybe some excuses. Uh, the word I kept hearing a lot was R-I-S-K. The, and, you know, to Clint's point, people were uh, basically saying that, well, if, you know, we're a part of this. If something bad happens with Queens with the Cigar Fest, and that's going to be a negative impact on, on, on my business, which could be true. But at the same time, if something positive happens, there's going to be something positive. It happens right. for your business, you know. If you look at our Instagram, you know, we do promo videos for every single lounge that, you know, is participating. You know, we've done it for Taylor Smoke. We did it for Smoke and Barrel. We did it. We just posted one for Goldie. Uh, we just took, we did two this past, uh, on Friday and Saturday at Aroma Cigars and then one for uh, the Cigar Law, which will be posted you know, sometime next week. And so this is all free advertising. They're not paying for any of that. You know, we go to the lounge, we take some good videos, some good shots, you know, try to capture the vibe of the lounge. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's all good for them. But, you know, I, I get it. You know, I try to just chalk it up to, you know, this being our inaugural event and maybe they don't have any basis for comparison. Because, see, the thing is, is the, some of the lounges that aren't involved, they haven't been to Atlanta Cigar Week. They haven't been to Atlanta Cigar Experience. They haven't been to any other week. So they don't really have a basis for comparison. All they're looking at is, oh, it's going to be a bunch of people coming to Charlotte smoking cigars. I don't really know how I feel about having all these extra people in here. So I, I, I would say that maybe they're just early for next year. They need to see how it's going to work out this year. And then, you know, maybe we can expand the week to maybe six or seven days and then involve them in, in, in some capacity. So, you know, I, I get it. I get it. So let me ask you this. So let, let's let's get down. To, let's get to it. Right. What, what can people expect from the actual events? Like you guys start on May 19th all the way to the 23rd. Like what, what can people expect when this actually kicks off? Well, uh, so I'll just give you a rundown, right? So the week starts on Wednesday at 12 noon. Uh, that's one of our uh, three signature events. And by signature, we mean the paid event. So it's from 12 to 5, we have an event at the Cigar Loft where we're doing, we're working with AJ Fernandez Cigar Company, and we're doing an actual cigar and whiskey pairing event uh, featuring uh, Basil Hayden's and Woodford. So it's not just going to be one of those situations where, oh, you just come in, grab some cigars, grab some drinks, and you smoke and drink. No, it's an, a pairing event where we're going to say educational and social event where we're going to be discussing the different notes in the, in the tobaccos, the flavors or whatnot, and then how they pair or do not, because a lot of this stuff is very subjective. Everybody's palate is different about how these different things pair with these two particular spirits. Uh, and then uh, that, obviously that's not going to take five hours. The first two hours of that will be that. We'll have a brief half hour intermission. The second half of that, we have a certified uh, therapist coming in who deals specifically in relationship therapy and he's going to come in and do a, uh, a seminar of sorts, uh, 
during this during the second part, which would be great for people, whether you're single or you're in a relationship or whatnot, it'd be great conversation. That night we have our kickoff event at Taylor Smoke Uptown. Um, then on, uh, which is going to, since we got the information back, I can go ahead and share it with you. Uh, that night is going to feature the cigar brand HBC Cigars. And then uh, on Thursday, the day event is going to be at Smoke and Barrel in Mount Holly. Uh, don't have any inform no definite information with uh, about what cigar brand they're going to be working with yet. Uh, I thought it was going to be working with one brand, but I just found out recently that they're not actually on board as of yet. So I don't want to release any information. Uh, but, uh, you know, live music, they're gonna have a live band out there. We're going to be running some great cigar deals. Uh, and, and, and the, the, the thing is like, I've, I've asked all the lounges to just pick whoever they want, you know, whoever their preferred brand is, just pick a brand and just run some amazing deals, something that people can't get on any normal day, just walking into the lounge. So that's the modus operandi for the entire week. And then that night, we have our big event at Goldie Cigar Lounge, where I'm pretty sure that the uh, featured cigar brand is going to be Aganorsa Cigars. Smoking one right now, the Aganorsa Coroa. Uh, on Friday, that's going. The entire Friday is going to be SOTL Day, and, it's, and also Drita is going to be celebrating her birthday that day. Uh, the day event is going to be at Aroma Cigar Etc., where the featured brand will be Ashton Cigars. Uh, that night, we will be at Taylor Smoke Concord. Uh, where the feature brand will be Carolina Blue Cigars. What's your smoking cuff? The Carolina Blue Habano, Nicaragua Habano. Shout out and, to uh, C. Shout out to Chris Moore. And um, Saturday, cigar. yeah, uh, I thought I turned clean all the day. You're like, oh man, this is an amazing cigar. And then on Saturday, we have our other two signature events. Uh, Saturday during the day, we have the Beer and Cigar Festival, which is going to be in conjunction with Altadas and Tinderbox. Um, and then that night, we have our cigar dinner called Poodles on Blanco, which basically is a cigar dinner in white and with uh, Espinosa cigars. It's going to be in the epicenter. It's going to be at a, a, a Clint, what's the name of the spot? Blackfin. It is, it's the space that formerly known as Blackfin. Right, Blackfin and Mirapub. So uh, the thing is about a lot, because of COVID, unfortunately, a lot of the businesses in the epicenter have shut down completely uh, and permanently. So, but that bodes well for us because that means that we were able to get a former restaurant which has two levels and we were able to get it and host a, uh, a catered cigar dinner and you will be able to actually smoke inside the venue. We have live entertainment, uh, you know, cash bar, giveaways. And then on Sunday is the last day we'll be doing a cigar event over at uh, 1501 South Mint. We're doing a cigar brunch. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. One more time, uh, either one of you, Clint or Goldie, drop your website, your social media handles, uh, for, for people to be able to get all the information for the you know the entire festival. The week so sure, festival. so sure. The uh, website is uh, is queencitycigarfest.com. Um, please tune into that website. That website is is constantly evolving. We're dropping more more information on that uh, on a weekly basis. Um, as of now, we have not dropped all the intricate details or of each of the theme of each individual events. That's something that's going to be coming out in the uh, next couple of weeks. So we need people to really stay tuned to that website because that's where all the information will be released, as well as our 
our uh, Instagram, uh, our social media uh, platforms as well. So as far as, you know, IG, we're Queen City Cigar Fest on IG and Facebook. Again, we're drop. We're going to be dropping in the next couple of weeks a lot of information on the specific events. Right now, all people know is what we're going to be doing on a, where we're going to be on each day. However, we have not dropped all the details on each individual events, and that'll be happening over the next couple of you know next couple of weeks. So, you know, so go to the website. What you guys are mentioning is, is, is partnerships and collaborations. And, and one of the yeah. most important partnerships we have is with the good folks at Class A Baca. Crystal and Tim, thank you guys so much for your support. Ladies and gentlemen, we stand on this product for a reason. Um, it is like any other, it's unlike any other Baca you've ever had. Uh, the the uh, Instagram handle is at Class A underscore Baca, I do believe, and it's Class A with a K. Crystal Tim, thank you again for all your support, visionaries, or anybody out there who's listening for the first time. If you have not had your chance to get a hand, your hands on this vodka, send them a DM. They will make sure you're taken care of. It's Class A vodka. It's outstanding, outstanding. So, working with vendors, you've got a team of three or so that, that are that are you know working to get the uh, Queen City Cigar Festival off the ground and up and running for it's an annual and inaugural event. Uh, I'm curious to know, and this is for either one of you, but how do you decide who handles what responsibility um, with, with the, among the three of you guys? Okay, so I'll, I'll take that a little bit. Um, we, we, like, like Damon said in the beginning of the podcast, we, we, we all three of us come with unique, um, you know, um, skills or, or whatever to the event, right? We have me, you know, I'm more the social guy. Everybody knows me in town. I know everybody and blah, 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 right? So I'm, I'm good for a lot of marketing. I'm an IT professional. So I'm the one that's responsible for the website and anything technical that goes on um, with QC Cigar Fest. Uh, Drita is, is, you know, famous in the cigar industry as, you know, just, just her brand is, is tremendous in the cigar industry and the Damon is just, you know, our tobacconist, our cigar expert, right? Um, so what we did, you know, our approach to sponsorships and things like that was, was you know, it, it happened naturally. You know, I worked on the uh, sponsorship package, handed it over to the group. Damon, it was just, I, I have to give this guy props, man. It, this, you know, gave him this, uh, the uh, sponsorship package. This guy was just, tremendous in his aggression with going after sponsorship with respect to this this uh, festival. And he was able to pull in, you know, a tremendous amount of support for this festival. And I, I'm not talking about this money, just, you know, pulling in, you know, cigar, you know, manufacturers or vendors, uh, you know, uh, companies that, you know, uh, produce, you know, accessories or whatever. Damien was just very instrumental in, in, in pulling in a lot of different sponsors. And that's going to translate to a lot of uh, benefit to our attendees, attendees you know what I mean? Uh, for, our, for our VIP um, ticket holders, you know, what he was able to do and getting all of our sponsors involved and all the giveaways that we're going to have, like our 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 swag box, which we call the uh, Queen City, um, Queen City Cigar Best Survival Kit, 
uh, it's going to have a tremendous amount of, uh, you know, things that we're going to give to our VIP holders from cigar, from cigars to cigar accessories, uh, T-shirts and, and things of that nature. And I, I, I got to I got to attribute that to, to, to Damon, you know, and his relationships with a lot of uh, uh, companies in the cigar industry. So we all just, you know, pulled out different talents and our, our relationships um, and, and, and made it all happen, you know? So Clinton, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Let, let me say this real quick, because Clinton is really underselling, underselling this with respect to himself, right? And I, and I appreciate him saying all of that, and you know, but that the way that he just presented that just shows the, the amount of humility uh, that Clinton has which is why I like him as a person, right? Not just my partner as a friend, but as a person. But he's vastly underselling his his value to our group. Let, let me just put him on the pedestal real quick and just tell the truth about Clint. Now, it was my it was my idea, yes. Clint was, if, if, if we didn't have Clint, we would not be where we are right now because Clint was the seed money. Now, I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. Clint was a seed money. Clint was the one who helped us grow our Instagram account. He was paying for that, uh, you know, uh, and he vol he volunteered. He went ahead and just put the money up. Uh, he went and got the website done. He paid for that. Uh, our, prom our first few promo videos had a cost to it. He was paying for that, you know, and then when we started getting money in, then you just got, you know, reimbursed for it. But he was very instrumental from that aspect, right? But that's not on his only value. Yeah, he said that, yeah, everybody knows Clint, which is true, right? A lot of people love Clint, which is true. But, you know, Clint comes to, comes to us one day and says, hey, you know, I just got a few of my guys to donate like three, four thousand dollars to be sponsors and stuff. <laughs> and like, like what? <laughs> then, you know, we sitting out there at the vintage. He's like, yeah, that I just got four that of my guys that going would, in by that would, not have, that would not have That would not have made the event, though. It was you and Dreamy's yeah, relationship. Yeah, I, I get you. Stop it trying to understand yourself, man. Really just let me put you on the pedestal. Tell the truth about you real quick, man. Just let, let me put you on the pedestal because I'm telling you right now, like Clint, Clint, I call Clint our big money guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I go out and get the cigar sponsors and stuff like this, and we are gonna get to Dreamy in a minute because I want to make sure we put Dreamy on the pedestal because she's Absolutely. very instrumental. I'm gonna get to that in one second. But Clint, very instrumental. He's a big money guy. You just go out and talk to people like, oh, you need $1,000? Cool, here you go. Just because they know Clint. <laughs> just because they know Clint. Here's $1,000. Go put my name on the t-shirt. Boom. Done. Like, you see what I'm saying? It's like, that's the kind of value, extra value, I should say, that Clint has. And then you look at Drita. Drita's not only just, you know, Instagram favors or, you know, cigar favors or whatever. If it was not for Drita, we would not have our Espinosa Cigar Dental sponsor. It would have been, you know, somebody else that would have had to try to work on. It was her relationship with Eric Espinosa that got that, what we're doing. So I want to give a big shout out to Drita. And, uh, you know, Drita is also handling, in addition up, to handling Drita? that. I know you watch. She's also handles our PR. Well, she ain't watching right, right now. She'll watch it later. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, she's our PR lady. You know, she's the one who set set this interview up. Every interview we have, in, uh, Drita is the one who sets that up. Uh, you know, she's, I mean, just like Clint said, I always use the example of, of Romacraft, right? I was talking to Mike Rosales, and he, he, he summed this up very well, and I think this kind of applies to us. He was saying that 
him, uh, Mike Rosales, Skip, and also their partner, Esteban Disla, who runs the factory. They're like three legs of a chair. Each one of them have a specialized skill set, and they bring all of that to the table. You remove one of those chairs, one of those legs, and the chair falls down. Well, that's very similar to us. You know, each one of us has a specialized skill set, and we just bring that to the group, and it just makes it better. So that's great information, and I absolutely love how all of you guys have certainly had an um, integral part in growing this for the, for the inaugural event. We've kind of talked about what it looks like from um, a logistics perspective, what it looks like to work with as a team, um, and, and how each one of you guys serve to the better good of the, of the Queen City Cigar Festival. What I'm curious to know is, as you look up and look forward, what is the vision for Queen City Cigar Festival moving forward? Well, as a, I guess there's more of a two-part question. Uh, so the, to, to address the first part, how we work together um, is, <laughs> it, it's like brothers and sisters. We always sit here arguing, arguing over text messages, arguing at doggone meetings. You know, and and I would probably say that I'm I'm probably one that they argue with the most because <laughs> I want things to go a certain way, and they're like, "Man, just calm down. We don't, you know, it's, it's gonna work out." You know, so they always have to try to calm me down. Yeah, why are we not surprised? Why, why, I gotta yeah. calm you down. Yeah, fuck both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you like you know, so you know, they they they're the ones like. Uh, They've been in Charlotte the longest. You know, I, I'm the rookie of the group, so to speak. I've been there since 2016, but I'm still the rookie of the group. And uh, so, yeah, they're like, oh, David, we understand this market. Yada, 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 yada. Don't worry about it. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we always argue over something, you know, something that I think is a big issue. Like, nah, man, don't even worry about it. Forget it. You know, I've been sitting there talking about, you know, uh, you know, it, it, why, why folks want to sit in and hate. On, on, on what we're doing, they're like, man, fuck them. <laughs> like, shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just have this kid take the same attitude. Like, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> but, you know, outside of that, man, um, you know, we we really work well together. Because, you you know, you look at any in a group of brothers and sisters, you know, they're blood and they're close, but yeah, they argue, but at, at, at the end of the day, they love each other, they get stuff accomplished. That's the same thing with us, man. We like brothers and sisters, you know, we argue, we fuss and we fight, but at the end of the day, we still love each other and we recognize the value that each one of us has that we bring to the table. And, you know, we, we never lose sight of that because it's, it's not about me. It's not about Clint. It's not about Drita. It's about the culture. And, you know, that's the message that I really want people to understand. If anybody, cause I, and the reason I'm saying that is because I, I'm sitting over at Taylor Smoke and I was talking to Preston and, and uh, one of the things that came up in our conversation is that he was saying that, you know, some people think that we got involved in this, we're doing this as a money grab. Anybody who knows me and knows Drita and knows Clint, they know darn good and well, this is not a money grab. We're, we are doing this for the culture. Are we going to make some money? Over? Of course. I mean, it's a business. Every business is designed to make a profit. But the amount of money that we're going to make is minuscule and compared to the, the cost <laughs> of the event and also the value that we are providing to the people. Uh, we're basically doing it, just getting compensated for our time and our effort and the money that we put up. 
So this is not a money grab. And anybody in the cigar industry who knows this, like especially my, you know, our homeboy Don with AJ Fernandez, who's been very instrumental with helping us with the uh, the cigar loft event. Uh, he knows, you know, he's because he's even talked about it. He's like, yeah, I know it's not a money grab because y'all are doing it. And I'm quoting him. He said, y'all are doing this the right way. You know, in, in talking about uh, doing things the right way, there's a group that's moving and they, and they move mountains together and a group that does it the right way. Yeah, that's the, the good folks of Dallas Leaf, the entire army that is Dallas Leaf LLC. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't, you know, worked with them in, in, in the past, I suggest you figure out a way to work with them in the future, whether it is a, a charity event, entertainment. They also make great cigars. Uh, Dallas Leaf LLC is where you need to get to. Uh, the website is DallasLeafLLC.com. Instagram handle is at DallasLeafLLC. Again, we're telling you, if you're anywhere here at DFW, you need an event, and you want strength in numbers, get to make sure you contact the good folks at Dallas Leaf LLC. Is, is, that, is that brother that owns that uh, Dallas Leaf? Is his name Ron? Yep. Hey, the one and only. Yeah. Yep. So we've been talking to Ron. I've been talking to Ron for a couple uh, months now. Ron intends to be a, a sponsor of this Cigar Fest, so... Yeah, we're trying to work something out with him right now. It's funny you mentioned it, right? Like, for, for, for anybody who hasn't worked with Ron in the past, when Ron tells you he's going to do something, he does it. He gets it done. Yeah. Get, that's the word. He gets it done. And he's been an amazing support from us for us since we entered into our, our, our relationship with Dallas Leaf. He's been on point since the day I met him. And we can't say thank you enough to him and the entire team at Dallas Leaf LLC. That's right. So as we start to land the plane, um, one thing that we need to uncover, we're about a week away from, from the event itself. And I'm sure you guys are extremely excited to, to see all of the hard work and the, the fruits of your labor start to manifest. But what are we looking at in terms of ticket prices as well as any type of survival kits? I think you mentioned that before. Mm -hmm. And uh, your VIP uh, programs that you guys have. You want me to take that, Clint? Yeah. Okay, so with regard to the ticket prices, so we have three ticket prices. Of course, we have the VIP ticket, which is all inclusive. The thing we want to get across to people is that it has tremendous value, right? Some people just kind of look at it like, oh, maybe they get sticker shock from the 225, but we understand what goes into it and that you're getting at least twice the value of it, then you'll, you'll much better appreciate it because when you get a VIP, all of the lounges that we're doing business with, they are all private lounges. The state of North Carolina basically says that if you sell cigars and you sell alcohol, then you have to be a private lounge, which means you have to charge a membership fee. They don't dictate what that membership fee is. It just says you have to charge a membership fee. So everybody has varying levels of, it could be like a day pass or maybe a, a, a one-year membership. But if you're a VIP person, all of that is included. You don't have to pay any membership fees when you go to any of the lounges if you're a VIP. If you're not a VIP, then you're subject to paying whatever those are. Um, the uh, It's $225, and of course you get that. You will get the A.J. Fernandez Cigar and Whiskey Pairing on Wednesday at the Cigar Law. You'll get everything on Saturday, which is the Cigar and Beer Festival. And then, of course, the Cigar Dinner. Uh, and the Cigar Dinner, uh, sponsored by Espinosa, comes with three Espinosa cigars. Uh, at the beer festival, you'll get at least two cigars. Now, you're looking at the uh, what Clint touched on earlier, which is our Cigar Fest survival kit, right? It's more than just a, a 
it's it's not just a, it's not a swag bag because people think about when they swag bag is just cigars. It's a survival kit. Like what would you need to survive a, a a cigar fest? Of course you need cigars, but it will have cigars in it. It'll have a t-shirt in it. It'll have accessories in it. It'll have different cigar related accoutrements, uh, uh, di different things that a cigar lover would need. Uh, what do you think about cigar lover would need? Maybe some fresh breath. So we'll have things in there, you know, for your breath, the, the freshen in between cigars, things that might pair well with cigars, like some chocolate mints or, you know, things of that nature. Uh, you will have raffle tickets in there for uh, for raffle prizes. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't announce this, that, you know, some of our uh, Cigar Fest Survival Kit sponsors are, of course, Human Smart. Um, everybody knows about Boveda, but less people kind of talk about Human Smart. Human Smart does the same thing that Boveda does, right? And they have graciously uh, come aboard and said, we want to sponsor the entire Cigar Fest uh, survival kit. So they are keeping all of our cigars in the kit fresh with their packs. So shout out to Human Smart. Uh, we want to shout out to Perfect Cigar Solutions. If you guys, so there's, there's a lot of like those uh, uh, cigar numbers on the market, which are great. But Perfect Cigar Solutions has, in my opinion, and you know, I know Clint uses it too because he has one. To me, it is the absolute best cigar draw poker number I have ever used. I don't have to use it often, but when I do, it is absolutely perfect. And give so, them the dollar value on that, man. That's like, well, you can get it like for twenty dollars, I think, on on Amazon or whatever. But it typically goes for like twenty nine ninety nine. And then they also have the cigar glue, which is very which actually works uh, uh, very well considering the fact that sometimes you smoke a cigar and it might get, your wrapper might get cracked. Well, you take this little cigar glue, which basically looks like a little, uh, a fingernail polish bottle, but has a cigar glue in it. You just brush it on, you fix the wrapper, boom, your cigar is saved. Then it also has their cigar pack in it. It's an accessory pack. It's called the perfect pack. So all three of those things will be raffling off to VIP guests. We also will be raffling off the neat glass. A lot of people know about the Glen Karen, but the Glen Karen glass, although it's the most popular whiskey glass, is actually not the best whiskey glass. The neat glass is scientifically designed to produce a much better uh, spirit experience, regardless of what type of spirit they're using. I've done a, a live uh, tasting with it using a rocks glass, a Glen Karen, and that one, it is the best. I know Clint, hey Clint, talk to that real quick, because I know you said that you did one yourself at home. Listen, you know, typically people like if you talk to a, a seasoned, um, you know, uh, whiskey uh, drinker, typically they'll say, you know, you know, drop a, a ice cube or, or drop a water in to open up your whiskey. With this particular glass, you don't have to do that. The, the glass is scientifically designed where it will open up and and, you know, pull out the alcohol out of your your spirit without the, the use of, of, of ice or, or water because it just fumigates out the side of the glass. And I mean, really, you can take this glass and another glass like a Glen Karen and put the same liquor into both of them and come out with a totally different taste in both of them. And that neat glass beats, bust. I mean, it's a totally different experience. And it's something that I didn't believe until I actually experiment, experimented myself. The glass is just freaking ridiculous. It's, it's expensive. And we were fortunate enough to bring these guys on as the sponsors 
thanks to Damon again. And we'll be we'll be able to share that experience and and, and give that to our VIP sponsors in the form of, of, of raffles. And something that he didn't touch on, um, which is the benefit of being a VIP ticket holder, is that you also get a um, you know, preferred access, preferred, you know, access to all of our events. Cause you can imagine that we have in all of these people, hundreds of people that are coming into town and are that are that live here that'll be descend, you know, coming to these events at these cigar lounges. These cigar lounges cannot hold, you know, a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, five hundred people, whoever decides to show up. So our VIP holders will have preferred access um, to the events. So you're not on the outside looking in because you came an hour late um, to an event and it's already packed out. So, you know, it's, it's a lot of, you know, advantage uh, for a VIP holder um, to hold that ticket. I mean, that, I mean, this, the, the survival kit alone, that's a 200 to $300 uh, value uh, alone. And, and that's, that's still growing. We're still having, um, you know, sponsors that's, that are coming on weekly. So we could, we're still adding to that. Um, so and, we, you know, we strongly to, encourage to people to get a VIP ticket. So, so I, I, to, to Clint's point, though, I want to make sure we mention this because it is very important. I want to give a shout out to some of our Cigar Fest Survival Kit sponsors in the way of cigars. Now, we've got Kosh Dogley, formerly known as Bespoke Cigars. Uh, I, I, I would just receive the Instagram message because I, I was only asking people for you know a box of 20 or a bundle of 20 cigars right yeah he said hey i'm sending you 50 cigars i said 50 he said yeah 50 now some people who do cigar fairs might 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 scoff at that and say that's that's nothing i get people to donate hundreds and hundreds of cigars well you see here's here's the problem right and this is why what we're doing is a little bit different i'm not saying better i'm just saying different sometimes when you go to a cigar company and you ask them to sponsor your event and, you know, one of the first questions you get is how many cigars you want. And you start saying two, three, four hundred cigars and start looking at you sideways. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what I did was instead of going and saying, all right, I want to go to one cigar company and get, you know, two or three hundred cigars. I said, well, I'll just get 10 or 20 cigars from 10 or 20 different brands. And that is a heck of a lot easier. So, uh, you know, people are, drop you 20, 40 cigars like it ain't nothing. So shout out to Kaz Dogley for sending us 50 cigars. Shout out to ATL Cigar Company. You guys have never heard of them. Brand new cigar company in Atlanta, ATL Cigar Company. Uh, they sent us 60 cigars, 20 each of, of, of their blends. Uh, shout out to Carolina Blue, uh, Amandola, and a host of other ones. So, But the thing is this, that with the different cigars that we're going to have, that means that no three Cigar Fit Survival Kits will actually have all the same cigars. Some people might get Kaz Dogley and this and something else. Some people might else get Carolina Blue or something else like this, but everybody will have the same amount of cigars. The one cigar that everybody will have, shout out to Aganorsa, we will have a commemorative cigar with our own band on it that is made by Aganorsa. Whether you have, and this is actually something we're going to extend to everybody who buys a ticket. Um, is whether you buy a VIP ticket or Saturday pass or a dinner ticket, every ticket holder will get a commemorative cigar. Absolutely. And just to touch on the other tickets outside of the VIP, we have the Saturday all access pass, which 
uh, gives you access to our Beer and Cigar Festival Saturday afternoon and also gives you access to the, uh, the Puros and Blanco, which is cigars and white events that night. And we also, for those who just want to come out for one night or just want to come to the cigar dinner, we have a uh, Puros and Blanco ticket. You know what I mean? That's 150. However, again, you're getting us. It's, you know, so we get, we got a ticket for everybody. We'll be releasing one other ticket that we haven't released yet that'll be coming in the next couple of weeks for those who just want to come to the, the Beer and Cigar Festival. But we strongly encourage everyone to get the VIP ticket because that's the biggest value because of the Queen City Cigar Fest uh, survival kit. I, I can't stress, stress that enough. You're getting, um, you know, you're getting um, access you know, a preferred access to the event and you're getting the, the, the uh, swag box. I hate to refer to it as a swag box, but... But that's the same thing. It's a VIP swag yeah. box. Yeah, yeah. It, but ours is different. You know what I mean? But it's, it's all good. Well, you guys have certainly uh, expanded and expounded upon um, Queen City Cigar Festival. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. Again, we're eight days away from it. We're, we're very, very excited. Um, we, we have reached that point of the, uh, the this episode. We want to give a major, major shout out to Grand Brulo. Absolutely. Uh, Francisco, the owner, uh, Jameson and the Lovers team, um, the, the experienced brokers, everyone who's involved with this partnership. Thank you guys so much for your support. Uh, Francisco, you know, we got some cool things planned in the future for sure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is a, uh, it's a cognac unlike anything you've ever had. Uh, well, again, we stand on it for a reason. Uh, the Instagram handle is at Grand Brulot, and that's B-R-L, sorry, B-R-U-L-O-T, excuse me. Uh, we promise it's uh, different than anything you've ever tasted. We stand on it for a reason. Grand Brulot Cognac. I'm, I'm going to need some of that, man. That's the first place that I've ever even heard of or seen Grand Brulot. Because right. I see him on Instagram, uh, you know, uh, you know, advertising. I'm like, okay, he has me wanting to try to, you know, to taste it a little bit. Zero disappointment. Man. I promise you that. On point. Yes. So as we get ready to wind things down, one of the questions that we ask everybody who comes on the show, and uh, Goldie, you already been through this, so Clinton, I'll put put it to you first. It is you at a round table, and there are five other seats at the table. Uh, you need to have anybody at your table. The only caveat is you can't have whatever uh, religious deity you believe in. Say say that again. I can't have who? The only caveat is that you can't have you know whatever religious higher power you believe in at your table. Who are your five people? Five people. Is this cigar Living. related to table? No right or wrong answer. No right or wrong. Living or dead. Living or dead. Anybody you want. Okay, Jay Z. Jay-Z, <laughs> Barack Obama, Damon Roberts. Get the hell out of here. You don't want me at your table. I'm already at Man, your table. <laughs> listen, I, I think highly of you, dude. I think highly of you, dude. That ain't what you tell me. This, you calling this, me an asshole all the doggone time. All the time. But you got a mind on you, man. I respect your mind, and I respect your intellect. Hey, Damon, but notice which finger he used to, to uh, make your number. Uh-huh. What's that? Uh, Jay-Z, Barack Obama, Damon, and who, who are your last two? Okay, the last two. Wow. Um, mm.
Dave Chappelle. Ooh. Ooh. The mind on that brother, right? For sure. And the fifth one would be Elon Musk. Quality. You a tech guy, so I can see that. You know what I mean? For for tech reasons. Damon, real quickly, as we land the plane, I'm going to switch it up for you since you've been on the oh, show. <laughs> when people leave uh, Queen City Cigar Festival, what will they leave? What experience will they leave with? They're going to leave with a great experience, specifically the things that we're trying to take a little week, the week around is, is going to be, of course, a, a very social environment. But at the same time, you have the opportunity to network with people. You'll have the opportunity to get some cigar education. Because, you know, people who know me, they know I'm, I'm, I'm very heavy into cigar and tobacco education. I'm not a cigar nerd, but I'm a tobacco nerd. So I'm very into people understanding why, helping people understand why they like what they like or why they don't like what they like, which is, you know, why we're doing the cigar and whiskey pairing at the cigar law office to kind of focus on that. So yeah, you will leave with cigar education, networking, social, uh, the social experience, a great time. And also because of the, I hate to, to, to mention it again, but it's actually very important, the Cigar Fair Survival Kit, because you'll have something tangible to take away with you in addition to having the memory of a great experience that you had. Well, I, for one, want to thank you guys for this experience. It's been uh, educational. Uh, and to look at, you know, as you unfold, what it, look, what it looks like to actually put on an event. Mo and myself know what that's like uh, with the Vision Lab Podcast Annual Golf Classic. Uh, and shout out to Dallas Lee. They are the official title sponsor for uh, the Golf Classic. That's going to be June 19th. 8.30 shotgun start at the Irving Golf Club off of East Shady Grove Road in Irving, Texas. So hopefully uh, you guys get a chance to uh, come out to our golf event. And for all of our visionaries that are tuning in, make sure you go out and support these, this entire team uh, out in North Carolina at the Queen City Cigar Festival. Uh, it's going to be amazing. You're about a week away, so we're very, very excited for you. Uh, hopefully we'll get an opportunity to partner with you guys in the future. And as we land this plane, we always ask this, this question to everyone. And I'll, I'm going to kick it over to you, Goldie, first, because you do have the experience. Um, as a reminder, we do have a magical time machine here in the Vision Lab. What advice, and this is specific to, uh, you know, Queen City Cigar uh, Festival, okay? What advice okay. would you give yourself from five years ago as it relates to, to the event? Oh, shit. <laughs> what would I what advice would I give my five year younger self regarding Queen City Cigar Fest exactly. damn that's a good ass question <laughs> uh, damn why you had to put me on the spot like that <laughs> you were, I, I, that um, came to me like that um, hey, you know what? Hold on, wait, because I don't want Clint's answer to influence. I know, I don't want your answer to be mine. <laughs> so, well, I'm gonna go first as they ask me. So, like, shit. <laughs> um, I would probably say, let me see, five years ago is what 2021. So it was like uh, 
shit. Let me see. It was 2016, so shit. What would I have said to myself? Let me I probably first. would have said, um, shit. Really? Damn, I'm trying to think. Like, okay, so I, I got it. I got it. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking back to 2016 when I got here and I had this and I had this idea, but I didn't know anybody, right? I would probably have said to my younger self, this is probably gonna sound fucked up. But I probably would say have said to myself, don't be so aggressive. Because see, I have a tendency to be very aggressive. And I, you know, some people call it asshole. And I'll take that, you know, but uh, I have a tendency to be very aggressive with, you know, things that I want to do, things, you know, things that I feel or whatever. And, and sometimes that, that rubs people the wrong way, you know. So I would probably tell my younger self, go with the flow more, you know, be a little bit more easygoing, uh, you know, form, you know, form the relationships, which I, which I did, you know, which they, they have helped us right now. But, you know, when I look at, and I, this is being honest, when I look at the amount of non-support that we are getting from right here from some of the people who I think that should be supporting our event, even though we're getting tremendous support. Like when I say tremendous, I'm talking about all over the freaking nation. You know, it's, it's a little disheartening uh, when I look at the lack of support that we're getting right here from certain you know groups or certain people, I should say, right here within the Charlotte area. And I know that that is attributed to things that I've heard, which is some people have hate for me and they have hate for Drita. Everybody loves Clint, but they got hate for me and they got hate for Drita for any number of freaking reasons. So I would I would say here, you know, just try to try to mitigate the amount of hate that you'll probably get and don't be so aggressive. Just kind of go with the flow. And uh yeah, that, yeah, I'd say that. That's fair. Good answer. Good answer. Honest. And, and that's one thing I appreciate about you, Cody, is that, that you're gonna give us the real. Um Clint, we're gonna flip it over to you, but you don't get it as easy. All right, so we're going to fast forward to five years from now, okay? So Queen City Cigar Fest has been going on for the last five years. What advice are you giving yourself from five years ago, or five years from now? What advice is that person telling you today? Choose your partners carefully. Put thought into that. Um, because the reason why I say that is because you know, the amount of work that is that has taken to get us this far, you know, I couldn't have imagined gotten this far, getting this far with other people. You know, you know who's around you, you know, you you come to realize that people that wanted to be involved or or have certain feelings because they weren't involved, and you know, we we would go through that or whatever, and that's the hate that he's talking about. Uh, but when I think about what we have accomplished so far and what we're about to accomplish, I have to attribute that to not only just me, but my partners. So choose your partners very carefully. That's important because you can't think about, you know, someone getting, you know, getting past the first event. But we're looking long term with this. We this is going. We 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 trying to build a legacy here. This is not going to be a a, a one and done uh, situation. We plan for this to be 
something that's going to be bigger and better every year. And I don't think that's possible with the wrong partners. You know what I mean? So I, I you know, looking back, I would I would say to myself, because I, I can see myself doing this for years with them. So I would say choose your partners very carefully. And sound, just sound, sound advice. I absolutely love yes, that sage. answer. Sage. Sage, sage advice. Word. That's a great word. Thank you. Um, you know, Goldie, want to say a big shout out to you and say thank you for, for dropping into the lab. Clint, thank you as well, sir. And to Elegant Plume herself. Drita, Drita. We, we, we look Drita. forward to uh, I wish she could have been here, man. I wish she could Absolutely. And for those that. Hey, can I say something real quick before we land the plane? All me. I want to make sure that because I, you know, we would be remiss if we did not mention this. And we haven't mentioned this so far. Uh, There was a a point where I I had opportunity. uh, I think both of us had an opportunity to mention it because you guys touched on it. You talk about the team. No one gets anywhere alone. You can move fast by yourself, but you can move a lot further with the team. It's not just myself, Clint, and Drita. We have a nine-people team that we have, so we would be remiss if we didn't mention our six ambassadors. We will give a shout-out to uh, to Tyson, uh, Drita's fiancé, uh, who's also one of our ambassadors. Shout-out to Ty. We want to give a shout-out to Antonio, 704 yes, Ash King, 704 Ash King on Instagram, who's a, a local charlatan. We'll give a shout-out to Cup Kink, C-U-P-K-I-N-K, uh, Brittany Garrett. I want to give a yeah. shout out to Jeff Welliver, who's a local businessman. Uh, I think Jeff is a realtor here. I want to give a shout out to Cigar Guy 85, Quint Brown, who also has a uh, Instagram, uh, Canning Guy 85. He takes a lot of photos. He's heavily immersed into the cigar culture here. I want to give a shout out to our only remote ambassador, Rob, traveling cigars on Instagram. I give a shout out to him. So, uh, like I said, we can't get anywhere alone. It's because of the people that we have on our team that we're able to, you know, make this thing a success. So, shout out to the entire team. Great point. Man. Well, gentlemen, it has been uh, it's been really, really good to to sit down. Obviously, Goldie, you know how we feel about you. You know, anytime we get a chance to holler at you, it's all great. Clint, uh, it's great to finally meet you. Um, and again, Dre, we're looking forward to talking to you and the whole squad later on down the road for sure. Um, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Mosley. My partner's name is Ryan Cuffey. The voices you've been listening to are Damon Goldie Robinson and Clinton Douglas. Uh, next week, we have the one and only Amanda McLaren on the show. Um, and until next week, we'll see you guys on another great episode of the Vision Lab Podcast. And remember, each one of our guests is dropping nuggets of wisdom here on the trail of life. No matter where you are, it's up to you to pick them up. So on behalf of the Vision Lab podcast, we'll see you guys next week. Blessings. Blessings.